This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times morning briefing on Monday the 28th of August. Only 8% of Russians believe that Vladimir Putin was responsible for the death of the Wagner mercenary group leader Yevgeny Prigozhin. That's according to a poll taken nine hours after the plane crash that killed him. The warlord was confirmed dead by a Russian state investigative committee. Anton Barbashin is editorial director of the Riddle Russia website, and he's told Times Radio that he's only surprised by one thing. Well, yeah, I'm surprised that there are 8% of people who would dare say uh, such a thing, which is pretty much liable at this moment. So if you're asking Russian citizens that if Vladimir Putin killed someone in a plane uh, near Moscow with nine other people uh, being killed in the process, Uh, Two months after the mutiny, uh, this is something that the answer to which uh, could be criminally liable. The Lib Dems and Labour have already begun campaigning ahead of a forthcoming by-election in mid-Bedfordshire. The seat has been vacated by the former Culture Secretary Nadine Dorries, who formally stepped down over the weekend. In her resignation letter and subsequent interview, she has attacked Rishi Sunak's leadership of the party and the country. Speaking to Talk TV, Ms Dorries was asked about the future of the Conservative Party. Can the Tories win the next election with Rishi Sunak as leader? I have to say my answer to that question is no, I don't think so. I think it's very, very unlikely. And would you vote for Rishi Sunak's Conservatives at the oh, next no, election? You're asking me a question I don't want to answer. Spanish football officials will meet later today to decide what action to take following the controversy at the Women's World Cup final. Luis Rubiales, the head of the country's football federation, kissed player Jenny Hermoso after the match, which she insists she didn't agree to. He's already been suspended by FIFA and teams have refused to play until he resigns. Two men will appear in court in Newcastle today, charged with the murder of a man who died after being sprayed with a substance suspected to be ammonia. 26-year-old Andy Foster was allegedly attacked when he opened the door at an address in Reckenton. Kenneth Fawcett of North Shields and John Wandless, no fixed abode, were later charged with Mr Foster's murder. The Home Office is considering fitting asylum seekers arriving in the UK by unauthorised means with electronic tags. The Times reports today that officials see it as a way to prevent migrants who can't be housed in limited detention sites from absconding. The Illegal Migration Act places a legal duty on the government to detain and remove those arriving in the UK illegally. Conservative commentator Tim Montgomery has told Times Radio that there'll be plenty of support for the idea. When migrants arrive in Britain, we offer them uh, respect, we offer them basic human rights, food and shelter, etc. There is a big problem of people absconding. They're not kept in prison camps, as some would like, but there is a, you know, a large percentage of people who enter our country who, are leg- who enter illegally, who then try and escape justice and accountability by disappearing into the country. A new study has concluded that Britain is facing a tidal wave of deadly heart disease. It's due to a dependence on mass-produced food, which it says is causing harm similar to smoking. Campaigners said the findings presented at the European Society of Cardiology Congress in Amsterdam 
must act as a wake-up call for the government. The latest research is significant in showing that the harm caused by mass-produced food may be more than just a result of the high sugar, fat and salt content. It suggests that the ultra-processing itself is the main problem. Dr Chris Van Tuliken is the author of Ultra-Processed People and he's told Times Radio about what the priorities should be. Definitely the most important thing is to make good food affordable and available to everyone. Um, at the moment we have a food apartheid where the most disadvantaged people are literally unable to afford good food. To put a black hexagon on warning people not to eat the only food they can afford is unjust, essentially a really unkind thing to do. The two-day Notting Hill Carnival continues today, exactly 75 years since the arrival of the Empire Windrush, which brought hundreds from the West Indies to fill post-war labour shortages. Around two million people are expected to attend the festival in West London. Police say 85 people were arrested at the carnival yesterday. The first full day passed off without major incident. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 